You're listening to the Say Chill Podcast with Dr. Chip Dodd. Say Chill is a social impact organization that helps people see who they're made to be so they can do what they're made to do. Hey, Chip. Hey, Stephen. Hey, man. Glad uh, you're awake. It's I'm glad to be here. It's 5.30 in the morning. It's not really 5.30 <laughs> in the morning. It's 4.23. How was your drive in no, in the yeah, at 5.30 in the morning? No, no traffic that early, Chip. <laughs> early bird catches the worm, as they say. Yeah, so you got a weather report? Uh, it's Nashville in the summer, so I would say it's hot and humid, with a chance of more humidity and more heat. Oh, but you'll be in this studio. It wasn't even it wasn't even daylight when you got into the studio Air this morning. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a Friday afternoon, man. It's good. Uh, Relax. It's been a good week. Uh, um, you know, last night we were doing one of our evening with Say Chill <clears throat> gatherings. Which, if any of you who are in Nashville or outside of Nashville. Uh, about once a month, we get together and just host a, a conversation, and you talk, or I'll talk, I'll answer questions. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Phil will talk. Um, it was it was great, but this this idea came up in the conversation. We we're talking about story last night, and this idea came up. You know, I forget how it came up, but there was like, if I do what I love, and I just pursue, and I'll find my purpose, and I'll get to make a million dollars. Yeah, right? there's this Western myth. This. Uh, I wouldn't um, call it Western. Oh, I think it's. Uh, uh, well, I think I think, I think it's, it's born it's, out of the, uh, of the this American dream mentality, which is not a bad. I don't think it's a bad no, dream. I'm not saying. I just would like for you to consider it's a human okay craving right. too. Yeah, well, it, it's embodied it, very much in America. But certainly, we experience it in the Western. Yeah, because we have way. the freedom to pursue it. Because we live in the West. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So you'll defend Westernism, and I'll attack it. So that's. Good. I wasn't defending it. I'm uh, saying that the the human. We talked about the human beings are. We fight too sometimes. Can you tell? <laughs> but, but human beings are the same everywhere. They are all I, over the world. And I do think in our culture, though, we have been given um, an a idea, mindset. We have a, a mindset, mindset no that, doubt. That the things it's we, a, we will obtain all of our dreams and we yeah. will be satisfied. And yeah. if I don't, then I'm somehow if you work a hard. It all works out. Yeah. If you try hard enough, it all falls into place. Yeah. If you really want it, then you can make it happen. If you can figure it out, you can do it. Yes, that's very. A global and very American. Yeah, and I think it's so, you know, part of our culture that it's almost become a right and a demand of some mm-hmm. people. You know? I think it's even it's it, it's expected because it's also come close to being true. It in has America. enough. Yeah, you know, it has enough. There's enough story right. there. Um, but I run into a lot of young men, especially, and I say young men, guys in their mid twenties, mid thirties, who are really stuck because professionally they get squared away. Right, they they have a job that they like that pays them decently, and you know has opportunity for growth and achievement and maybe fulfillment, but they're still missing some something, right? And they've bought into this this idea that if they have the right job and work hard and give themselves to it, then they'll be fulfilled, you know, because they're doing what they love. Or if they get married and have kids, and then they'll be fulfilled. Like there's mm-hmm. this idea that there's something outside of me that I can do, and if I do it hard enough, I'm going to be fulfilled. Yeah, right. and you know, you're what you're bringing up. If I'll take it like even a, sort of like what is traditional, what you're describing. I think that also what I'm seeing is that there are more and more people rejecting what you just described. Yes, they're saying no to the marriage, no to the job. Uh, I'm not going to participate in any of these traditional things until my 
I discover my passion, and it takes me to my love. Yeah, I'm so glad you brought that. That's the other you side know, of that yeah, same the, coin. Yeah, and I'm running into more of that than the um, uh, finding what you love and doing it, and it becomes the thing that you stay with and don't mm-hmm. step out of. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing people like, hey, man, if you really have a passion, you pursue it, and their assumption is it will be what you love, and it will all work out. It's mm-hmm. the it's sort of the hidden way of being cool about what's been traditional, you know, like, as you say, in our Western American yeah. thinking. And all of us today think that's not a cool way to think, and actually it's still being it's promoted still being in a hidden way. Yeah. And I think so So often people uh, mistake. That was a deep thought. Can you unpack that a little bit before you move on? What? Which one? Like it's being done in a hidden way. It's still be- well, it's new language for the same problem, that uh, people think that there's going to be some way that life's going to be easier for them because it's going to feel good and everything's going to fall into place, sort of like some kind of yeah, magic. If I pursue, if I pursue yeah. the, the traditional American dream, then I'll be okay. If I reject it, because I didn't see that work out for my parents, so if I reject it, yeah. then I'll be okay. Yeah. And the truth is... If I reject it and do this cool thing that's not like what they did, like I'm going to open up a coffee shop where uh, the I play my music that I write and other artists come in and do it. And I have some of my paintings and my friend's paintings on the walls. And then I I end up inventing sort of this cool logo that goes with my coffee shop. (laughs) And that logo becomes a bumper sticker and on T-shirts. And before I know it, I'm I'm on the front of um, Cafe Magazine or Java Magazine or something. And people just go, God, dude, how did you get there? It's like, oh, man, I just... Mark I just, Zuckerberg, Facebook. I, I just, well, I just followed Facebook. my passion. Yeah, I just followed my passion and, you know, just kind of fell into place. And I don't know why you're not doing it. And it becomes a, a form of, of uh, it's the form of the, the old, uh, you know, um, wealthy guy who, you know, in, invented, had a lumber company and made a ton of money and says the same thing. You follow yeah. what I'm saying? And so, but in <clears throat> this time, though, we're using language to describe our experience more than hard work. We're using the word passion. And then I think passion is getting diluted into meaning uh, you really go at it really hard and your passion makes it happen. But see, passion is what a person has and proves what they have when it doesn't happen. See, passion is a willingness to be in pain for something that matters more than pain. So it's something you really, really want. And you're willing to have failure and struggle and difficulty. It's the thing that allows you to keep persevering because you're not able to let it go until something actually truly stops you and you have to relinquish it. You have to. You can't stop thinking about it. And so that's closer to loving what you do. It's not about the external profits that put you on Java Magazine. It's not about this cool logo that you woke up one morning and somehow the spirits within had written it for you. The muses came on you during yeah. the night and wrote it for you. I'm not making fun of it because no. I love logo and brands, and but I just have a lot of concern that there are a lot of people who are going to see themselves as failures because they haven't found what they love and they haven't found their passion. So they're kind of like languishing or not doing anything. Yeah, and so many passions until, aren't commercial. Right? Yes. It's like your love for moving rocks. Oh, yeah. You know? well, yeah. And, and Sonia, we talked about just her, her, her organic gardening is, is not on the front of any magazine. Right. But she just she follows it because her heart is in it. She, it 
makes her whole or whatever. So somebody said to me recently, and it was really great. This guy's twenty seven, and he said, "I don't, I don't buy the credo, do what you love." And he said, "And and uh, because I think he said, because it's a fake form of passion." And my ears perked up, and I said, "Tell what do you mean?" He said. He said, what I say is, don't do what you hate <laughs> and, and stop looking for what you love. And and he was really just giving a counter comment right. to follow your passion. I love the don't do what you hate. Yeah, don't do what you hate. And it hit me. And he's the one that uh, enlightened me, really. I mean, you know, and I'm, I think it's kind of cool because I'm, I'm listening. And he said something really neat. He said, people are always out there looking for this thing instead of, Instead of continuing to find out who they are, where they are, what they want to do, and use your passion to make hard choices. Uh, I don't want to do what I hate. And I, I may not know what I love yet, and yet I still need to keep you know, going to work and doing the hard things and finding out and following my heart and listening to my heart and listening to other people's feedback. And But the main thing, do I have the... See, because passion is more about character than it is about inspiration. Or even about results. Yeah. Yes. And so he was saying to me, do I have that thing that will take the risk of making the hard choices of not doing what I hate, while I also live in a life that's hard and difficult, and I can do what I love, but doing what I love doesn't mean it won't be really hard. Mm. Think marriage. Think parenting. Mm -hmm. Think anyone who's a pro athlete, the greatest talent, talented guys in the world, uh, some of those guys aren't in the pros. Absolutely. And a well, lot in Nashville, of, a lot of the waiters aren't cutting albums, but they sure can sing. Yes, yes. Yeah. And so some, but some of these great pro athletes, uh, some of them are less talented than some guys on the streets. Yep. But they did, they worked hard. Yeah. And they kept following it until they had to relinquish it. Mm -hmm. So passion is more about perseverance instead of waiting for things to be easy, I mm -hmm. think. So I love that. Don't do what you hate. Stop looking for what you love. And he didn't mean it in terms of don't do what you love. He kind of tempered it mm -hmm. with this is what it takes. You don't have this lust for this thing out there that if once you find it, it'll make you okay. Because yeah. I have found you – because know, I think I, in a large part, live within my passions. I'm fortunate enough to, yes. to get to do that. Yeah. Um, it, it makes my life actually more difficult at times. I'm not complaining, but the burden that it that comes with my mm -hmm. passion, the responsibilities that come with my passion, the uh, the resistance from others that comes with my passion, the the my need to slow down to bring other people along because my passion takes me too far out ahead and I end up alone, like comes with my passion, right? Yeah. And that's real different than me trying to be successful. You know, like going for it. You know, and you, you said something the other day. We were talking about something, and something I've been putting a lot of energy and time into. And I was, I was mad because it wasn't as financially successful as I wanted it to be. Yeah. You know, and I and you very kindly and firmly looked at me in the car and said, "Shut up." I did not. <laughs> I was, but that's how I interpreted what yeah. you said. You said what you created is very valuable. Yes. You know, so quit saying it's not. Yeah. And it was like this wake up to me of going, "Oh my gosh, it is. It has yeah. been. It will be." And and you were looking at it from how many people knew about the logo, so to speak. Quote, yeah, I was unquote, how many zeros or decimal points okay, were you, available okay, in my bank point, account. You're actually saying, okay, you're actually saying point blank. 
it was about the money. Yeah. And 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 success was and about I lost, the zeros. I lost the perspective of the value that I in my gifting and helped created, mm-hmm. help create for other people, for mm-hmm. myself, for our community. You know, and it was like such a wake up call for me to to get away from my lust of security. Mm-hmm. You know, the false lust of what money can do to make you feel secure uh-huh. and really step into, man, my passion is going to lead me to things that cause me pain. And you know what, Stephen? A lot of people I've, I hear that the idea that if, I could, if I'm successful, the hidden agenda underneath it is ease. Yeah. If I'm successful, which really means money, yeah. then I'll have ease. Or if I do my thing and nobody bothers me, I can kind of be in, you know, at home and have ease and somehow all the bills are paid. Mm-hmm. But in that is this idea that I won't have to work anymore, as in struggle anymore. And uh, if that's the agenda, you don't have passion in the first place. Yeah. <clears throat> if you're or looking- you're trying to trying to co co or you know what I'm trying to say. You would try to use your passion to cut a deal with with the universe and the way things are made oh, to used be. To, we used to be called deal with the devil, deal right? With the devil. That's, 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 it, yeah, yeah. Trying to cut a deal with the devil. Yeah. I wasn't trying to change. I just couldn't find my words. Oh, okay. Yeah, that you I thought it was like a cool way to no, say it. Like, cool. Okay, you got to do it. Hip way. Because I'm so cool. Uh, no, but I think I think we do. It's like, well, if I just use my passion the right way. Then I'll get to take a break. I'll get to rest. Yes. I'll get the reward. And my experience is the further I get into my passion, the more trouble I've bought for myself. Well, re- retirement from that context is a person who never, who person who's focusing on getting to retirement is actually a person who never had the courage to stop doing what they hate. Mm. Need, they, in other words, they endure doing what they hate until they could stop doing what they hate so they could go somewhere else and not do anything mm-hmm. or finally go do what they love. But by the, t- by the time you're there, doing what you love is, in a lot of ways, too late. We don't need to, I believe, get to a place where we're trying to focus on coming to a place in our lives where we don't work. Right. You know, uh, or having to wait until we kind of follow our interests or loves, even if we do it after work. You yeah. Know? Yeah, or but, before work. Or- yeah, we live in a time, and an and extraordinary time, uh, when, frankly, many people, according to Morgan Freeman, in this country who really want something can really take the risk of seeing if they can get it. Mm-hmm. Do you know? I mean, we, we have built a system, uh, and, and Morgan Freeman is very clear about, you know, the people who don't have opportunity, but he doesn't try to say use that to say there isn't a great yeah, it's going to be harder, great but there's still an around. opportunity. Absolutely, yeah, all over the place. Yeah, you know, he talks about uh, where he came from and where he's sitting, and he talked about just risking and wanting, yeah, and taking uh, risks uh, and, and attempting. Well, it. there's even other place. You know, I don't know why the story popped to mind, but the guy in Tiananmen Square, you know, stood up against the tank like that's passion. That's yes, because yeah, there wasn't any opportunity that he was going to turn no. out okay. You Correct. Know? And, Correct. And he was saying, I want that, and I'll mm-hmm. stand in front of a tank to find that freedom to never have to stop working mm-hmm. towards being who I'm made to mm-hmm. be. And, and, and sadly, um, John Steinbeck talked about that our, our problem with the <coughs> – excuse me. Let's see, who's writing uh, 20s, 30s? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Great Grace Rats after the 30s, Depression. So he's into the 40s, post-World War II. 
50s, Cannery Row and stuff yep. like that. But he said he saw America move into being a, uh, really a giant. And he said, our problem is going to be success. Our problem is going to be comfort and leisure. That's what we're going to have to struggle with. Hmm. The uh, So many opportunities that, have, that we've been availed of that we think somehow we can escape maybe the need to sometimes have to stand in front of a tank, as you describe yeah. it. Or cross a bridge in Selma or uh-huh. take the risk or, of... Or risking not doing what you hate yeah. and stop looking for what you love. Just live, live it. Yes, it's difficult and hard, and it's ninety-nine uh, percent of people aren't going to wind up in some castle where they wake up every day and somebody, you know, changes their well, clothes for them. Yeah. Downton Abbey is over. Thank you.